Support for The Bittersweet Life comes from Clyde Hill Publishing, partner and publisher for founders, innovators, thinkers, and tinkerers. Clyde Hill works with non-traditional authors to help bring their ideas and lessons to life. Their newest title is I Had No Idea You Were Black by Ronald Crutcher. Whether navigating cancel culture at the University of Richmond, where he serves as president in the heart of the former Confederacy, or teaching Northeast liberals the true meaning of functional diversity, Dr. Crutcher offers lessons on life and leadership that none of us can afford to ignore. To learn more about Clyde Hill's services and books, visit ClydeHillPublishing.com or Clyde Hill Pub on Twitter. Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. And today I'm offering you a peek behind the curtain, a jump behind the paywall, a listen in on a tantalizingly fun, exclusive episode of The Bittersweet Life. Every month, we release bonus episodes of the show to major and monthly donors, people who support the show at $5 a month or more on a regular basis. And today, I thought I'd let you listen in to one of our most secret, most exclusive episodes, one of my favorite bonus episodes of all time, the Truth or Dare episode. We put the listeners in the driver's seat for this show. We answered whatever questions were asked under the truth category. We actually pulled those questions directly from my grandfather's wedding top hat. And dares. We did terrifying and embarrassing things as suggested by you. And today I'm going to let you listen in to one of those dares. Enjoy. Dare. Make a call to someone from your past who will be surprised to hear from you and tell them what they mean to you. Oh, <laughs> I think you'd rather sing Offer on the Street in Rome. Um, no, that'll be fun. It doesn't have to be a love interest. I wonder who I'll call. Yeah. But through the magic of radio, I guess we'll find out right now. Through the magic of radio, here I am. And I'm here with my colleague and friend. Would you like to introduce yourself? I always tell him that he needs to say his name more on the radio. Who are you? I do. You used to oh, never say it. I used to never. <laughs> well, now I say it too often. My name is Casey Martin, a uh, reporter. Yeah, and just because my mother was asking me this morning, what does Casey Martin look like? <laughs> he looks like he looks like a younger Tom Cruise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Grossly how I inaccurate. You. <laughs> Grossly inaccurate. But I'll take it. Sure, I'll uh, take it. But what are we doing here today? Well, as you know, we are executing the dare that you guys put forth about calling somebody who would not be expected to hear from me. And I originally was going to do something really innocent because it's kind of a nice, innocent dare in a way. I was going to call an old teacher and tell them how much they meant to me. But then I thought, maybe that's too boring or too safe. So instead, another friend of mine suggested that I should call a person who would be extremely random, somebody who would not remember me at all. And luckily, I had a person like that that I remembered, and it was a person I met in a bar. I was a cocktail waitress in my 20s. He walked in looking for a job, 
and we kind of had that moment of connection with the songbirds, you know, made eye contact. Both had that kind of wow moment. But I was working and he turned in his resume and he left. And after he left, I thought, oh, I should have asked him who that was. That was my love actually moment, you know, and I just didn't even talk to him. So I walked up to the front door and right around when I was going to open the front door, he reopened the front door. You're kidding. Not kidding. Wow. And he had turned around and come back and he gave me his business card. Now, to make matters good or worse, I had his business card now, but I never called. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I did call once a year later after me and the guy I was dating broke up, but he had already moved to Tacoma. And now it's 20 plus years later. And I only remember his name because I carried around his card for so long. So I have no idea what happened to this guy, who he is. I've never hung out with him. We've never gone anywhere together, but we're going to call him. <laughs> I like that moving to Tacoma was the end of it. It's like, well, you moved to Tacoma. That's it. So That's there it. You go. Too far from Seattle. But yeah. for those of you who don't know, Tacoma is only, what, 45-minute drive from Seattle? Yes. So now, through the magic of the Internet, I've done some research and discovered that he lives in Arizona and he works for some company, although I can't quite sort out what it is. But we're gonna call, we're gonna call his office and find out if I made a terrible mistake not calling him. <laughs> oh God, I'm nervous. Okay, let's try it. I, I don't I don't even know if we're gonna be able to get a hold of him, but that's what we're gonna. I'm counting it even if I don't get a hold of him as me completing the stare. I will leave an embarrassing message. Just a voicemail accounts. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So should we do this? Are we ready? Yeah, let's do it. Dial pick the it number. Up. Pick it up. Dial the number. The appropriate department. To reach sales, press 1. To reach support, press 2. So we have to guess. To reach the development team, press 3. And Uh-oh. What part of the team did he work in? I have no idea. How about 1? But I feel like we lost it again somehow. Please listen to the prompts so you can select the appropriate department. To reach sales, press 1. To reach support, press 2. To reach the development team, press 3. If you know your party's extension, you may enter it at any time. <laughs> Our office hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And if you've reached this message after hours, enter the department you're looking for so you can leave us a message. Huh. Again, we look forward to serving your company's digital marketing needs. Digital marketing shouldn't feel difficult. We make it easy. Does he ever shut up? <laughs> He's going to town on this. It's not... We're having some technical problems. <laughs> This is going really well. Yeah, I think. it's going really, really well. <laughs> this doesn't bode well. Hi, Michael. Uh, my name is Casey. I was trying to reach um, Brian. Or, or do you know if he has a direct extension? Okay. He said he's walking in right now. Brian's walking in right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh he says he's walking in right now. Okay. Oh, getting anxiety headache. <laughs> Tell me to hold for a second. Hey, Brian. Uh, my name is Casey. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm, can you hold on just one quick second? Thanks. <laughs> God. Now you have to talk first because he's going to expect to hear me. Hey, Brian, are you still there? Yeah. Can, actually, can you hold? I need to transfer you to my desk. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm scared. You should be. <laughs> How's it going? Hey, Brian. Uh, hope you're doing well. My name is Casey. 
yeah, just wanted to reach out to you uh, because I have somebody here. Okay. I'm going to jump in. Yeah, go for it. So, Brian, <laughs> my name's Katie. This is going to be a really weird phone call, but I'm going to okay. hang with me for one second. Um, okay. So, first off, I just want to let you know that we're recording this, but you don't have to let us use it if you don't want to, okay? Okay. Um, okay. So, my name's Katie Sewell, and I run a podcast called The Bittersweet Life, and I... I'm doing a truth or dare episode for them today. And one of the dares that they had me do was to call somebody that would not be expecting to hear from me. And we decided to interpret that as somebody who would think of me as a virtual stranger, which would be you. And the reason I'm, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So you and I met once a really, really, really long time ago, probably when we were about 22 years old. I remembered your name because at the time you gave me your business card and I kept it in my wallet just sort of almost accidentally for about five or six years. So at the time, you and I, I was working at a bar in Ballard called People's Pub and you came in looking for a job and we just kind of had an electric spark and we were maybe going to go out sometime, but we never did because I was seeing somebody and then by the time I called you, you were seeing somebody and that was uh, 20 years ago. But anyway, <laughs> due to this dare, I thought I would call you and just find out what happened to you in the last 20 years. Where did you go? What happened? Nice. <laughs> well, a small world. I would love to share. Um, I actually had an appointment just walk in. Mm -hmm. uh, and is there a way we can pick this up soon? Well, like how soon? Uh, like in a couple hours. I mean, obviously, yes, you have to go to your appointment. So we'll call you back. You're in a couple hours. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Five o'clock mountain time. I'm in Arizona for the winter. Right. Okay, great. So four o'clock our time. Okay. All right. All right, cool. We'll call you back. All right, my pleasure. Thanks. Right, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Nice. <laughs> he sounds really nice. Yeah. Now, but if I was going to go historically, I would not call again. <laughs> you would not? That was well, it? You I called him. I didn't call him last time. Yeah. See, so now I have Brian's current number. You know what you should do? Hold on to that 2 of September. <laughs> Call him in another 20 years. <laughs> well, that was fun. Thanks, everybody. I guess we'll call him back. He sounds really nice. I think I think he's going to be open to it. We're on. And we're back. Casey and I have now waited for a few hours. <laughs> and we're calling Brian back. You know. Do you think this is going to be like, I'm going to end up getting a divorce and marrying Brian? Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> God, that'd be so great. Would it be? Hmm. I mean, I mean, it would it would be exciting. Yeah, it would be an epic love story begun by our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. It would be great if you're like, wow, you know, you're a total stranger. I I only remember your name, and he's like, I remember what you were wearing. I remember <laughs> the song that was playing. I've never forgotten that moment. I have looked for you for the last twenty years. <laughs> it wasn't you that was calling. It was destiny that was calling. <laughs> That's right. Right now he's crying. You can't believe. He can't believe he didn't have a client showed up. He had to weep for the last two hours. <laughs> All right, let's call him. He can't believe I finally found him. <laughs> let's get him on the phone. Yeah, let's get him on the phone. All right, here we go. Hey, is this Brian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries at all. This is uh, this is Casey, obviously. Uh, is now an okay time to chat briefly? Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, hold on just one second. I'm going to patch you in. Uh, hold on one second, please. Brian, can you still hear me? I can. All right, you're sounding really great. You know, Brian, I got to ask you a couple of producer questions really quick. First of all, we're not on speakerphone, are we? No, I'm on my headset in my car. Excellent. And like, I'm not driving, but I'm, yeah. Okay, that that answers my second question. You're not in a place with a lot of people coming and going, right? No. All yeah, right. if somebody comes and goes in my car, I, I would 
be concerned. That'd be a problem. All right. Well, you're sounding good on my end. You sound great. That's such an ominous question, Casey. Is that one you usually ask? That is, yeah. Because oh, okay, when I say, are you in a quiet place, people say like, yeah, I'm just here with like a meeting full of people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks, Brian, for talking to us again. Maybe you should Yeah, do my intro. pleasure. Maybe we should what? Do your intro again. Like, why are you calling? Uh, yeah. Well, no, I don't need to. Very good. I'm going to use it again. Okay. So you remember why I'm calling, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I just saw that that place closed down not too long ago. The People's Pub. Yeah, it's out of business now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually did a story about it on its last night. I was there for the final demise of the of the well, wonderful place. That's probably where the we story met. I saw. <laughs> yeah, it probably is the wonderful place where we happened to meet. What some twenty years ago. So, what have you been up to? What happened with your life? I, I assume you never got a job at the People's Pub because I worked there. And when I met you, you were, came in and handed in a resume, and they told you that we didn't need anybody. So obviously, you went on and did something else. Yeah, as a matter of fact. I would say the next day I got a call from my father back in Tacoma. He pretty much changed my trajectory. He said my my mother had breast cancer and he wanted me to come home to help take care of my mom because he had a very demanding business in real estate as well. He was an REO broker, so he sold bank-owned foreclosures for half a dozen different banks. And I started working for him and, and helping my mom through that process. He said that we would start a real estate business together. He's old school, and it takes him a while to do stuff. So I got all these resources and ideas in my head of doing it, and I ended up, instead of creating a real estate brokerage with him, going out on my own and uh, built a real estate brokerage and a property management company. Then uh, the fecal matter hit the oscillating blade, and uh, I... Ended up losing my license, actually, in real estate. So I had to figure out what I wanted to do with myself uh, in my next you know, life. Ended up doing a number of different things. I worked at an airline for about a year on the ramp, hawking luggage. Yeah. From there, I bought and sold an apartment building, like a fiveplex, rehabbed that, started selling suits at Nordstrom, and then from there sold a Volkswagen at a Volkswagen dealership, got my insurance license, but... It turned out that me losing my professional license in real estate didn't allow me to continue in insurance. So again, I kind of like had to go back to the drawing board. Another emotional hurdle that kind of gave me a lot of humility. From there, I well, the whole time I was learning how to do marketing online, basically, because I knew that that was, uh, you know, I went to college for marketing and everything's marketing. So whatever <laughs> I ended up doing, I knew that that would help. Yeah. So now I'm with a digital marketing agency, and we just had an amazing meeting. I appreciate you giving me more time. <laughs> yeah. I just had prior engagements, and you came out of nowhere, so I appreciate <laughs> the opportunity to, to reconnect with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's quite a bunch of twists and turns. So given all yeah. that you've been through, would you say that you'd wish you'd gotten that job at People's Pub and done that instead? Mm, Casey shaking You know, I think way. that... What's that? I said Casey's shaking his head at that question, <laughs> but go ahead. What's he, how's he shaking his head? Oh, he just thinks it's a stupid question. I don't I think it's a stupid question. <laughs> oh, yes, oh. I don't think it is. That's fair. No. But go, it is, but go ahead. Well, either way, either way, though, if I had taken the job at People's Pub, I probably would have had a better relationship with you, and that would have been worthwhile. And I still would have gotten the call the next day that uprooted everything. So that was a really pivotal time. And I think the fact that I 
and I think you were the only, literally the only resume that I gave to anybody. And I don't know what it was about, but I still totally remember that experience being in people's pub and just like how the, the opportunity to work with you, it just seemed like a, uh, a fun, totally different alternative for me. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So you wouldn't say yeah. that I'm a total stranger. You have some recollection of this event, this day happening. It's like an out of body recollection and experience. <laughs> that wasn't just like a random everyday occurrence. It's not like I was, you know, on parole and I had to go apply for so many jobs to tell my parole officer. Right. Like that was probably the only job I ever applied for that wasn't a sales commission based marketing type. Yeah. So you have another question? Do you mind? No, go ahead. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess the big question I have for like how uh, you and Katie met was a, mm-hmm. um, well, I, I guess romantic interest. You know, you, you just, you wanted to be more than just coworkers. I'm curious, would you be comfortable telling us a little bit about your personal life in the past 20 years? Just kind of where things, did you give your business card to anybody yeah. else is what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I know he did because when I called him a year later when I was a single, he was seeing somebody. That was the only other time we ever talked. That would have been my favorite flight attendant from Florida. <laughs> um, <laughs> I met her on the ramp. She was uh, all gussied up early morning. And we were taking the employee bus to SeaTac. Oh, yeah, because you're working shuttle. baggage. And she and, was a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. that's very romantic. Yeah. Wow. For Alaska Airlines. She was doing the L.A. route, and she thought she was going to meet a movie star, and she met a dirty ramp rat, is what we <laughs> you know, endearingly call each other, <laughs> that group. Very nice. So then I didn't have another relationship for, for years, and I've only had one other relationship other than that. And she was also an amazing individual well i i have no idea why you were so willing to tell us about this stuff but i thank you for doing it well yeah most people don't show any interest in other people they're just waiting for their turn to talk oh well that's kind of true that is true yeah we should let you actually start driving home from work but thank you so much for taking the time to do this and it's nice to talk to you again some 20 years later likewise um don't be a stranger yeah all right, we'll uh, call you again in yeah. 20 years. <laughs> yeah, 20 years from now. We'll see what you have to Sincerely, thank you so much yeah, uh, for, for swinging with us. No problem. All right, talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye. Well, I guess we'll leave it there. Yay, that was fun, Katie. So many more truths and dares to be heard. Some of you have often wondered, since you hear Tiffany talk about singing opera, being trained to be classical opera singer, but you never actually get to hear her sing. On the Truth or Dare episode, you do get to hear her sing, not only in the comfort of her own home, but on a street corner in Rome. There's a lot of fun happening, and you can listen by joining us as a monthly donor of $5 or more. You can donate either through patreon.com slash thebittersweetlifepodcast or through PayPal. You'll get access to the rest of this delightful, very honest, totally unnerving Truth or Dare episode and other bonus episodes right away. You'll find links in the show notes, or at thebittersweetlife.net. It's just $5 a month or more, your ticket to this bonus content, and you get to keep this little engine that could have a show going for another month. And for the next Truth or Dare episode, you can have your ideas in the top hat also. I hope you're doing well wherever you are, snow or no snow, winter or summer. Take care, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us. 
Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, leave us a good review. And please tell all your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife at mail.com. Or you can just find us at the contact page at thebittersweetlife.net. Or on all the social medias, just search for The Bittersweet Life. Thanks to Clyde Hill Publishing for supporting this program. Find inspiring and thought-provoking nonfiction with a focus on founders, innovators, thinkers, and tinkerers at ClydeHillPublishing.com or Clyde Hill Pub on Twitter.